Hi, friends. Welcome back to With Great People, the podcast for high-performance teams. I'm Richard Kasparowski. This episode is a conversation with Yuval Yurit. Yuval is an Agile coach and trainer at Agile Sparks. Yuval and I chat about his best team ever, which he describes as family. He offers advice to listeners working with both face-to-face and partially distributed teams. And he recommends letting team members manage themselves as much as possible. To support this podcast, sign up for my newsletter at kasparowski.com. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the show, Yuval. Hey. Hello, Richard. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. Thanks for stopping by the Secret Underground Studio. It's really nice to have you here. Uh, Will you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Um, I've been an Agile coach and trainer since 2009, basically trying to help teams become great. Um, Since that point, trying to um, replace some of the... Some of the benefits uh, that I've seen, some of the great work that I've seen uh, with teams I was part of um, back in uh, 2006 uh, doing Agile and um, before that. I've been in the IT and software development industry since, oh my God, 1993. So (laughs) quite a lot of years by now. All right. So... Back in 2006, is that when you got involved with this Agile stuff, or what was that? Yeah, so I was leading R&D in a small storage networking startup in Israel, Um, and one of the team leads basically came and said, listen, you know, there's some stuff that isn't working, I really want to do some of those things, and he came in with actually some of the practices from extreme programming initially. We actually started doing continuous integration first before all of the rest from that we explored Scrum and then Kanban and the rest is kind of history. All right, cool. So this is the podcast about high-performance teams. And I've got a, a question that I, that I ask every one of our guests. So the question is this, what is the best team that you were ever on in your life? And... When you take yourself back to that team, you know, how did it feel? So, so first, what is the best team you ever run in your life? Tell us about that. So it's actually a tough question because it's like asking you who's your favorite kid. Um, I mean, I can talk about a couple of teams that weren't great, but I have a couple of uh, examples of very different teams uh, that I thought were, were great experiences for me. One was... Um, the, actually, the first team I was part of uh, back in the Israeli Air Force, we were a networking and security team. Um, that was one example. Another example, um, let's take the most recent team, is my team at Agile Sparks, uh, the team of Agile coaches. Um, let's choose the Agile Sparks team just because it's uh, fresher. Sure. So I think what made it... What made it best? That was the question, right? Yeah. Uh, what so, made so it this click? Is your best team. It's your, your your current team. It's Agile Sparks. It's my current team. I I currently have some struggles with um, you know defining it as my best team because uh, two and a half years ago I moved over from Israel to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I lost some of the um, you know we talk about co-located teams and um, just 
being there and being able to go out with the team members and uh, have fun with them is something that is harder to do yeah. uh, when I'm in Boston. Um, but um, when I was in Israel and in the first couple of years for the company, it was great because we, we shared the purpose. We shared uh, the feeling that, you know, we were doing something great. We were helping other people uh, become great. We were bringing the spark to organizations. And despite the fact that as agile coaches, we weren't working together day to day, we actually worked together virtually uh, at the meta level. We we were consulting with each other. We were getting together every week to spend a couple of hours to talk about challenges and to talk about things. We were innovating with things. We were supporting each other. Um, and it was a feeling of something that was very different than working within uh, within organizations. I think that one of the differences for me at least was that I spent many of the years before that or several of the years before that as VP R&D mm-hmm. in development uh, or in a, a couple of development organizations and that's that's a very lonely role sometimes. <laughs> um you're very different than the rest of the management team of the organization, and you can you can have a great R and D team or development engineering team, but you're still alone in some levels in some of the considerations. And in Agile Sparks, in my team, I found a couple of people like me uh-huh. uh, that suddenly we had people to to work with. Okay, so that I think is. Part of what made that team great, from my perspective, at least. So this this current team, your Agile Sparks team, um, I don't know if you ever really pause to kind of even meditate on the team. This is what I, I, I like to invite guests to do this. So let's try it right now. Okay. Just, just like empty your mind, blank things out, put your hands at your sides. Maybe close your eyes. You trust me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even in the secret dungeon. <laughs> Even down here in the little dungeon. Relax your belly. I don't know if you have a meditation practice. No, These are some I'm of the not, things no, I do when no, I meditate. No, I'm not into meditation. And, and like really, I don't know, try to experience the essence of your Agile Sparks team. And can you... Distill it down to one word. What is what is the the one word that would describe the experience of being part of this team? To me, it was like a family. Family, yeah, yeah. yeah so, what else about family? How is it like family? We were very close to each other. <laughs> um, at least, you know, some of the years. Um, at least. Uh, in the first couple of years, um, and there were the high points of a family celebrating things together and really enjoying when anybody in the family is, you know, succeeding with something yeah. and not really competing too strongly with each other. On the other end, there were some competitions, <laughs> friendly competitions, like within a family, uh-huh. and there were some struggles, uh, like in any family. Um, right. There were the parents and the kids and sometimes you want you know the kids to have their freedom yeah and sometimes the kids are not yet ready for that freedom so there are a lot of comparisons um to a family i mean you know at first thought it 
you know, it's awesome to have a family, but there are, in, in, in any situation, there are also challenges, which, yeah. which is what makes it interesting. All right, so but family. A family I won't, I won't replace, right? Yeah. Don't want to replace family. You don't want to replace. There's yeah. you're celebrating everything with each other. Anytime anybody has has some achievement, you celebrate. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of us have been together since you know 2009, 2010. Uh-huh. It's a very long, it's been a long time. Team. Yeah, yeah, this isn't like yeah. a, the fresh startup. You just met each other, or, or like a lot of people. A lot of people change companies every three years. Even this is this is a long so. There, there's a core team, and there are some people that you know. Have looked for different things, like in a family. Sometimes the kids <laughs> go to college or yeah. go to somewhere else, um, and some others join. Um, but uh, the, the core team has been there for a long time. All right. So family, and how do you? Okay, Agile Sparks. It's your current team. It's a, it's a yeah. current life company. How do you know that it's a great team? How do you know that you're a high-performing group? Mm. Do, you, do you have anything objective that you can you can oh measure? My. Do you have uh, well, subjective experiences? Yeah. So first of all, a lot of the the fact that a lot of us are staying with that team yep. to me is a good indication that we're happy at what we're doing and we're happy about the team. Yeah. So that's. You know, I tell people all the time, if you want to measure what, what's going on, one of the best measures is measures people happiness, people's happiness, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that's one measure. <laughs> the other measure is it's working, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the company is succeeding. The customers are happy. It feels like we're providing value and bringing the, the spark to different places. I, I love that, that phrase, bringing the spark. Yeah. Um, beyond that... We are kind of, I think those are the measures, to be honest, those yeah. are the measures that we have. Yeah. We don't really, right. I mean, we've been trying to look at more um, objective measures of how people feel about things. And we're doing some surveys from time yeah. to time and looking at things. Yeah, but it's really these these two things. You've been together for a long time. Yeah. And then happiness. Mm-hmm. To me, that those are the important indicators all right now what are what are some some concrete behaviors what are some things that you do together as a as a team that that sort of induces that success i think that and especially after moving here to the u.s and seeing how other uh consultants some some other consulting teams or companies work i think the the fact that we insist on getting together uh, very frequently Face to face, face to face, face to face, co-located in the same room. Despite the fact that we're working with clients the rest of the week, and hopefully a bigger room, a bigger room than the dungeon. (laughs) Yes, Um, but it's not that big. Um, Yeah, we get together and we hash out things. We do our own community of uh, practitioners and. We work on business challenges and on strategy, and the whole team gets involved. So that's something concrete that we do. It's obviously a challenge for me to do it right now, uh, since I'm in the U.S. and they're in Israel. It breaks a bit of that spirit for for me and for them. Uh, So how do you you cope with being remote from the rest? (sighs) Well, 
I try to be there once a year, okay. but um, for the ongoing meetings, it is a challenge. Yeah. It is a challenge, and um, I'd even say I'm a much different member of that team today than I've been when I was back in Israel. I'd okay. say I'm kind of a, more of a secondary circle around that team, and yeah. and I think that's fine. Yeah. That's a natural uh, thing that happens, but you know, I try to be there on Zoom when we're having the meetings, we have our yeah. own Slack, um, you know, team, and we yeah. try to do some things there, which, you know, obviously is a good thing, but also a challenge. There are things that you say on Slack that um, people, it's not necessarily the best uh, medium to have uh, some sorts of uh, conversations <laughs> uh, at the team level. So we need to be careful about what we do there and what we do face to face. We have our WhatsApp group. We still share, you know, things okay. from our lives um, in our WhatsApp groups. You know. yeah. So, like, as if you were family. As if we were family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody has been, you know, on a desert vacation. They share some pictures. Somebody has taken run a marathon or yeah. something. They share pictures and the others, you know. Celebrate with them and encourage them. All right, so so you're doing physical meetups at, at least once a year with you, and, and more often with the rest of the yeah, crew. Yeah, the, the, the rest of the crew every two weeks. <laughs> every two yeah, weeks? Yeah, okay. every two weeks gets together for half a day. Every two weeks, half a day. That is yes. a big investment yes. for a consulting company. Yeah, yeah. And, wow. and that's pretty... It's a challenge for us, right? Yeah. It's not trivial to, to do that, um, yeah. but we found it's... It's really important. I mean, it's a challenge also to figure out what's the right agenda for yeah. such a meeting and whether to just do it as a, you know, a community of practitioners helping each other or yeah. do we try to advance um, company uh, roadmap uh, stuff, develop things, what's the right way to do that? Is it together as the whole team or break out into smaller teams, do yeah. things offline? A lot of challenges um, I, I'm, that I'm sure are shared, I know are shared with many other yeah. consulting teams that have a day job of working with <laughs> the clients, right? Yeah, your, your billable days, yeah. and then this, this half day is not billable, it's, yeah. it's, it's your group, and, you know, yeah. working on yourselves and working on your business, working on your company, yeah. Yeah. your skills. How do you decide what to, how do you decide what to do during those half days? <laughs> um, typically the team decides. So our current process is that whenever, every time we have such a meeting coming up, and it's it's always coming up, yeah. the, every every person on the team can suggest the topic, I need 15 minutes, or I uh -huh. want 15 minutes to discuss this, or yeah. I want 30 minutes to discuss that a situation at a client, or some new thing they're working on, and it's up to the team to basically vote and figure yeah. out... Um, What's the agenda for those meetings? Um, and if there isn't any agenda, now sometimes what we do is we do a, um, a no agenda meeting. Yeah. Basically, just get together yeah. um, and, and we find things to talk about. There doesn't have to be an agenda or we do a lean coffee or something. Right. And sometimes you say, you know what? No agenda we're all busy, we, we skip this time. Once okay. in a while, yeah. Yeah, once in a while it's okay to skip. So, 
The rest of the group in Israel meeting twice a week for half a day. Twice a month. Twice a month for half a day, yeah. Yes. <laughs> every, every two weeks for yeah. half a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little different from twice a week. Yes. How do you participate in that here halfway around the world? Yeah, that's a real challenge. Um, we're still trying to figure out a way to yeah. do that. Uh, sometimes I just, you know, connect yeah. via Zoom. Yeah. Um, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I connect for parts of the meeting. Oh, even the, the, the time zone is, yeah, is a challenge. Yeah, it's like seven hours time difference. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot up. of the time, I actually prefer to do it when I wake up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then deal with it somehow in the morning. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time they do it on Sunday because they prefer to do it on Sunday because it's time that they can take off their client work so okay. it's even more of a challenge for me <laughs> i mean on paper you, you could work it out but it is sunday yeah, yeah, yeah. the kids and everything it's not the right yeah. we talked about meditating it's not the right mood <laughs> to be in a team meeting no. uh, so we're still that, that's something we're still trying to figure out to be right. honest. you've got these regular meetings are there any other concrete behaviors concrete practices that you engage in that, that lead to your success um, we do have a shared way of working, what we call the Edgewell's Parks way that we okay. developed a couple of years ago that kind of guides us in how we engage customers, what we do. And it's, it's not that everybody follows it to the letter. It's more shared language okay. that we have to talk about things and to use as a baseline when we discuss a customer or, or do something, we can say, okay, that's the Edgewell's Parks way. We are doing it, or we are doing some exception of it, but we have something shared that we could use as a baseline or anchor for uh, the discussion. Okay, so you got the Agile Sparks way. Yeah, the way of doing things. Um, other concrete behaviors. I mean, we do have, you know, as part of that way, we. We have shared materials that we're uh -huh. developing and that people follow. And uh, for some of the critical moments in um, in engagements uh, that we have, we actually got together, even together with uh, an organizational consultant and kind of developed a consultative approach to how okay. to do those things. And we every year... We have a theme of let's you know focus on that area okay. and develop it uh, together, and that's these are part of the things that we do when we finally get together face to face. When I visit Israel, that's yeah. part of the stuff that we do okay. together. Take that opportunity to do. All right, all right. Now, um, take this back to our listeners now. How can our listeners get some of this goodness for their team? What advice do you have for listeners? Hmm. Um, I would say, well, it's such a such a such a unique. I'm trying to figure out whether it's a unique situation that we have because yeah. of everything, and what of it can we distill out and offer people to to try and do. For sure, doing a community of practice sort of meeting uh, with everybody on the team where it's a democratic meeting where the team owns it and figures out what to do, that's definitely a recommendation. Uh, I would say 
let the team own as much of the team's agenda yeah. um, would be very, very important. We talk about you know, autonomy. Yeah. Um, I would say it should be very clear what's the, what's the purpose. What are, we, what are we trying to do together here? There should be a shared purpose or a shared mission mm-hmm. uh, across the team. And I would say try to find... It, it, you know, try to find a team that you could see yourself feeling like family with when you're, whether you're looking at your own team, try to work on that, whether you're, you know, considering whether to join a team or are you happy uh, with the team, try to think about, can this team be a family for me? Mm-hmm. Do I want this team to be a family for me? And if not, maybe, you know, that should be part of your considerations when you're deciding um yeah where to work so. yeah I, I love this advice think about it like uh, do i want to be part of this family yeah 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 all right yeah and i think it's from what i've seen so far it's pretty different than a lot of the teams i've seen here but i've seen teams that you know work this way yeah i've seen some examples of teams that work this way yeah beautiful uh is there anything else you'd like to add let me think so, you know, I'm an agile coach and trainer, and um, most of the days what I'm, what I am trying to bring to teams um, is ways to, you know, to spark the change, to help them yeah. uh, be greater than they um, currently are. I... I think the... One of the lessons, both from Agile Sparks as well as from what I've um, seen with clients, is that there's no one truth for how to do things. Yeah. Um, you know, people uh, like to see us uh, Agile practitioners as uh, zealots and preachers, and we come with our Scrum or with our Kanban or with our Safe, and um, they, they like to look for the methodology for how to do things and I I think the lesson both from looking at our team and teams that we work with is that there's no such thing it's always a combination of things there's no one method that is the best for any team and even if it's best one way is right for you right now it would not necessarily be the right way to do things a year forward maybe when a team member moved to Boston or when you're 10 people instead of seven people or you're 15 people instead of 10 people. So I invite people to be curious and to try to learn about different approaches and, um, and to compare them and take the best um, and, and experiment with something from this one, something from that one. And I'm personally trying to embody that approach in in what I do. So uh, I'm that person that is, you know, both a safe trainer and I can help people, you know, figure out if safe is good for them and help them do safe. Um, But I'm also a professional scrum trainer and I can help them do scrum. And as part of being with scrum, I'm also investing a lot of my energy on people not just, you know, fighting about is Kanban better or is Scrum better, but actually, you know, combine them 
yeah. why not just use the best of both yeah. um, and and I think th- this world of hybrids or masha mashups whatever you want to call them that's our future in the agile community not just one agile methodology or framework that will uh, rule them all mm-hmm. so that would be my main advice to people keep curious keep looking at different things try them see what works all right thanks you Paul now if uh, listeners want to contact you is there a way for them to do that sure uh, I'm blogging a lot at uh, agilesparks.com slash blog the scrum.org blog um, I'm available on uh, LinkedIn if they look up you Valieret I'm sure they will not find too many other people there um, so it's very uh, easy to reach me I'm you Valieret on Twitter so you right. find me all over the place I guess all right you Valieret thank you very much for being a guest today it was a pleasure having you down here thanks. sure thanks for inviting me hi friends thanks for listening and remember to support this podcast sign up for my newsletter at kasparowski.com <laughs>